So I also want to talk. Um, a couple weeks back, we launched into um, a campaign that we have going on called Thrive. And before I give you a lot of details about that, it really just looks into what, where Blue Ash is going and how we're going to ex Blue Ash Community Church and how we're going to expand in the next 10 years. So I want to invite John up, and he's going to talk about his heart for that. Thank you, Janice. Um, so let's go ahead and address the question. Many of you are probably thinking, I see some quizzical looks out there. No, I am not Hannah. Yes, I am aware. It happens like every time when I'm doing something with the kids, I'll come up in front and they'll be like, you're not Hannah. And I'll be like, oh my God, you're right. They love that stuff. All right, so quick show of hands. How many of you have kids under the age of, say, 17? Quick, just hands up. Great, fantastic. All right, just keep those. No, 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 you're not done yet. Keep your hands up. You're not, okay. Um, now, how many of you ever were a kid at one point in your life? Go ahead and put your hands up. For those of you that don't have your hands up, we need to have a conversation afterwards. <laughs> right, so this is going to be uh, relevant for all of you. So for a bit of quick context, um, my name is John. Um, I've been working with the kids group here for roughly about six or seven months, and I really started for two main reasons. Uh, one, I have five boys of my own, and <laughs> you know that happens every time. People are like, you're a saint, or you're nuts, or a little bit of both. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Um, but I felt like it's only right. Like, you know, we benefit from the kids' ministry so much. All five of my boys are involved, and we benefit from it. So I felt like it was only right for me to give back and to be part of that, to be part of the service. But second, um, when you see the kind of work that's happening in kids, you know, you, you become a, a believer. You become an instant believer in what's happening over there. And, and I became an instant believer in it. Um, yes, we do goofy games and we'll p do pies in the face. It sounds like that's going to be me next week from all, for all intents and purposes. Um, but you, what you've also probably noticed maybe from time to time is maybe you've heard the kids worshiping through the walls when you're trying to be real serious in here and you see and you have a bunch of kiddos that are worshiping their hearts out. And this is not like we are cajoling or forcing them. This is them. This is God moving amongst them, right? Or maybe you'll see our kids praying for one another or frankly praying for all of you. Like the kids are praying for all of you every single week and praying for one another. It's incredible what God's doing there. And that's the heart of this group is to make kids that go to the missing, love the marginalized, and live as God's kids. And they do it really well. So when I first heard about the whole Thrive campaign, uh, you know, I'll tell you, I am typically a bit of a, a skeptic when it comes to capital campaigns and expansions and things like that. But... When you look at how pragmatic and how um, wise this group is with their resources and with the space we have, it's really incredible. And it made me feel more confident in what they are proposing. So for those of you that aren't aware, or maybe you just need a little reminder, um, the vast majority of what BACC is looking at doing with this expansion is for kids. Right? It's for kids. Yes, there's an expansion with the main auditorium, but even then, it's my understanding is it'll be set up so that it's an overflow space for the kids. Because we realize that that is a work that God is doing amongst us, and we need to take care of our kids. And, and I got to thinking about it, and I'm like, well, look, as, I, as my family grew, as I went from one to two to three to five, yeah, it happened like that, by the way. Just pragmatically, we need a larger space for all those kids, right? 
I mean, when we think about our schools, that's the expectation we have of our schools, that they have space for all the kids, that they have the resources for kids perhaps with special needs or kids that need special uh, accommodations. We expect that of our schools. Well, why can't we expect that of ourselves as well? It's the way I thought about it, right? But the challenge is we don't have federal, state, and local funding. We don't have income tax and property tax to help pay for all of it. It has to come from somewhere else. And if you're ever not sure of how well the space is utilized, I highly recommend come on over, hang out with me with the fourth through sixth graders. It's lots of fun. Um, we're very creative when it comes to things because we use the little multi-purpose room right over there. So if you ever want to see a fun game of freeze tag in that little room, it's literally like this the whole time. <laughs> But with this new campaign, there's going to be things like sensory rooms for kids that have uh, sensory needs. There are going to be more spaces for us to give one-on-one -on -one attention to kids or much more intensive teaching and training and accommodating and equipping for the kids that we serve. There's going to be space dedicated for our middle to high schoolers. It's all going to be space that's going to be highly functional, highly utilized, and I can nearly guarantee with the way things are going, it's going to be jam-packed full the whole time. So for me, I get pretty excited because this isn't us just building something to say, look at us, we're getting bigger, let's build something bigger. This is us building something that's utility-oriented. It's to help serve the kids and the folks that seem, God seems to be bringing to us already. So I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be an incredible endeavor. Uh, we're going to be doing all kinds of design around how we can make these spaces completely beautiful but functional and, and useful for every one of our kids that we serve. And I think you're going to see God's hand move in some powerful, powerful ways through this whole thing. All right. Thank you. <laughs> that is some amazing vision, and I am really excited to be a part of that. And we're inviting each of you to consider uh, what would the Lord have you have for you in this campaign. Uh, the invitation is for you to think, think about sacrificially giving. For me, I like to think about making a swap, a sacrifice with a purpose. What can I sacrifice so that I can invest in the next generation? I actually don't have kids that small anymore. They're all taller than me. Um, but there's even going to be a space for our youth, and they are going to be like a real youth group with their, really, with their own space and their identity to invite their friends. And I can get really excited about that, too. So that's really, really fun. Um, so next week, we're asking you to bring back um, commitment cards. If you didn't get one, there's bags on the shelf out there. And this is really about family um, coming together and all of us sacrificing together for what the Lord is calling us to and thinking about what he has. Everyone's sac sacrifice is going to be a sacrifice for them, but obviously our financial investments will all be very different. But this is for our community to come together and invest together in that way. Um, Andy would love to answer questions, so if you want to reach out to him, he would schedule a phone call, but also he's going to make himself available in the back of the room. If you have questions after church, you can simply stop back over there. Honestly, you can put questions on your Connect card that we talked about earlier as well.